Hey there. My name is Aubrey Henderson. I'm a self-worth coach and professional calm in the chaos. I believe that when you're feeling stuck in your life and you can't decide on the next right step, that getting some perspective or a pep talk from someone outside of your shoes can be an absolute game changer. This podcast is that pep talk. Every week, I'll share my responses to listener questions, real life coaching sessions, and interviews about topics that you can connect with and learn from. All things that will help you to reconnect with your own self-worth and inner goodness and vision for your life so you can feel great and get shit done. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey babes, welcome to this week's episode. I will just be honest with you. This week has been rough. Um, you know, just between the emotional roller coaster that is foster care anytime, but especially right now, and announcing that I'm leaving my day job and I'm going full-time with my coaching business, which is really exciting. Um, you know, being with friends and family as they grieve big losses and changes in their lives, um, welcoming a brand new baby niece into the world on FaceTime, which was a real trip. And, you know, the fact that we are still in the throes of a fucking pandemic, I am wiped out. And I thought about not sharing anything this week, not publishing an episode and just saying, fuck it, because, you know, I didn't feel like I had it in me. And because you all are really sweet to me and wonderful and you always really hype up the self-care moment when I, you know, announce that I'm deciding to take a week off of producing the podcast for whatever reason. But then I thought about it and I realized that this moment, the grief and the roller coaster and the holy shit, I am feeling so much This is exactly the moment that so many of you listening, that so many of my clients and my friends, and I think just human beings in general, find themselves in and then just feel stuck. Because I think that when shit is really overwhelming and when you, you know, feel like you have whiplash from, you know, the emotional extremes if you aren't really attuned to yourself and to what you need and how you process things, and if you aren't tapped into a support system, and if you aren't able to name and ask for what you need, you know, all the things that we talk about here and all those skills we're developing, then that grief, you know, that overwhelming stress, it's going to get to a point where it's going to feel fucking impossible it's gonna feel like you can't survive it and you know when I'm writing or recording or creating content to share with you whether it's here whether it's in the book I'm writing whether it's resources that I'm creating for my clients 
I often think about what would have been helpful to me six years ago. So I find a lot of the time when I'm thinking about who I'm writing things for, it's writing to and for myself, but the version of myself that I was six years ago. Because six years ago was kind of my breaking point. I was in a toxic, abusive relationship. I was in a graduate program and on a career path where I struggled terribly with the idea of self-care or self-reflection at all, Um, which is wild because that graduate program and career path was counseling. I had absolutely no concept of boundaries, which is what made that problematic. I I really, at that point in time, had no clue how to set boundaries. My self-worth was at an all-time low, like rock bottom. And I know I've I've talked about this season in my life a little bit in previous episodes and, you know, I've written about it, but y'all, the summary is just that things were not okay. And I knew that something in my life had to radically change. And ultimately, I mean, the happy ending to the story is that that was the beginning of a, a big life overhaul for me, right? It it was the moment that I, you know, kind of shifted my life in big ways. I left that relationship. I found myself kind of fucking up and figuring out my boundaries. I was realigning and reconnecting with what I really wanted. I was taking some risks because I finally was making choices to follow my desires instead of prioritizing other people's. So that's the exciting stuff. That's the shit that comes often right after the really dark place. But I want to talk about the period right before that, right before kind of the moment. And I know that's what I mostly talk about is like, you know, what are the things you do to like change your life? What are the things you do to change your behavior to kind of maximize the fulfillment you're getting, right? But I want to talk about the moment right before that, right before all of those changes right before shit started to turn around for me or I turned things around for myself, right? That moment was the darkest of my entire life. And I have this text message that I have saved from that season of my life. And, you know, it's now six years old. But I texted someone that I was close to at the time. And I don't remember what I was doing when I sent this. I don't remember which part of my life falling apart. I was referring to, but I texted someone I was close to and I said, ugh, I can't survive this. I said to them, I can't survive this. And the person responded to me and they said in one message, I feel ya. Thank you, empathy. And then they said, but look at you doing it anyway. I feel you, but look at you doing it anyway. Y'all, it has been six years since I got this text, and I still find myself thinking about it all the time. I still have it saved. And then I have it saved in my phone, and it's like in a folder so I can go to it. But then occasionally I'll screenshot it so it shows up, you know, (laughs) closer in my camera roll to where I'm scrolling. Like, I 
reference back to this all the time. I think about it all the time. And the person, the funny thing is the person who wrote this to me isn't even in my life anymore. But for me, as I, as I read it and what that means to me is less about my relationship with that particular person. And it's more about the simple yet really powerful sentiment of these words, right? It's only a few words. It's really straightforward. But what this person is doing here is that they were holding up a mirror to my pain. And they were doing it in a way that really no one had ever done for me before that point. You know, me saying that I don't think I can survive this and them mirroring back to me that not only could I, but I already was. And look, if you're any, if you're anything like me, which I think you might be if you're listening to this right now, but if you're anything like me, then you probably are hard on yourself and you're a perfectionist, even in your grief, even when you're grieving, you are hard on yourself, even in pain. And maybe you're, you know, judging yourself for how you're coping with your pain. And maybe you're judging yourself in ways that you would never dream of judging or criticizing someone that you love who tells you that they're hurting or that they're, you know, dealing with their pain or that they're responding to their pain. You would never dream of being harsh or critical or being judgmental, but you're hard on yourself. And so, and I mean, this is definitely true for me. It's still true for me, even as I've done a lot of this work and continue to do this work, it still comes up for me. I have that self-criticism. I have that inner critic. And so what I have to remind myself to do, and it's right now in this moment that I'm in, and it's any time that I have these like waves of grief or these waves of overwhelm or, you know, these moments that I feel like I'm drowning, what I have to remind myself to do as I'm riding those waves of grief and of joy and of everything in between. And what I want to encourage you to do, whether it's that you're dealing with overwhelming stress or, you know, you're facing uncertainty or you're facing ambiguity without an end in sight. I mean, that's all of us, right? Or, you know, with grief that you aren't certain that you'll survive. What we have to do is we have to name that first, right? We have to own that. We have to hold space for that because it's real. That's the part that says, oh, this is too much. This hurts more than I can handle. I can't survive this. But then you don't stop there. That's the part that I think a lot of us can get to is we can name the pain and not everybody. It's not always easy. We can name the pain, but I don't want you to stop there. You know, I'm always encouraging you to kind of be in, in conversation with yourself. I'm, I'm the lady telling you, okay, talk to yourself. It's a good thing to talk to yourself. And so I'm always encouraging you to have that internal dialogue, that internal conversation, and this is no different. Be willing to do for yourself what that friend did for me. Be that voice for yourself that mirrors back the fact that you are surviving. You are surviving it. You are getting through the pain. You are carrying it all. 
mirror that back to yourself. And if you're, if you're really woo-woo like I am, I would look into an actual mirror. I did it today, actually. But look into an actual mirror and say it. Summon that self-love and that self-compassion to acknowledge that you're still here. No matter how imperfectly you're making it. That's the part that says, look at you doing it anyway. And so what I want to share now, in addition to that, is a meditation that I've shared before, but really is just grounded in, you know, a little moment of some radical self-love, self-acceptance. We all need a little bit of that, right? So after an ad, enjoy about 10 minutes of guided meditation, get yourself comfy and do something kind for yourself. You deserve it. Ask Aubrey is supported by Eliza and Wild. Eliza and Wild creates all natural, high potency CBD products designed to give you targeted everyday self-care inside and out. Their ingestible and topical CBD products are consciously designed with all natural and intentionally sourced ingredients and fully recyclable packaging. So it's good for you and for the earth. And y'all, Eliza and Wild literally does not have a single product that I don't love. I have them all and everything smells and tastes incredible and is made with ingredients that I can feel good about putting on and in my body. I take the CBD and MCT oil drops daily and they help me to really keep my anxiety and my tension under control. And they also have a line of amazing CBD topical products, including this lip balm that I am truly obsessed with. And like, did you know that CBD actually has anti-inflammatory properties when you apply it directly to your skin? Because I didn't until I started to use this lip balm and it is changing my life. And also it smells amazing, which we all know is really important. And I know that you're going to love these products just as much as I do. So when you grab yours at elizaandwild.com, you can use the promo code Aubrey15 at checkout for 15% off your order. That's elizaandwild.com, E-L-I-Z-A-A-N-D-W-Y-L-D.com. And make sure to use code Aubrey15, that's A-U-B-R-E-E-1-5, for 15% off. To start, find a comfortable physical position for your body. Maybe that's lying down, maybe sitting up in a chair. I like to place my back against the chair with my feet flat on the floor, placing my hands on my knees with my palms facing up and open. Once you're comfortable, you'll want to close your eyes or soften your gaze. Once you're settled in your body, tune into your breath. Notice your breath without trying to change it. 
Notice whether your breath is quick or slow, shallow or deep. Next, notice the sensations in your physical body. How do you feel? Are you relaxed? Are you anxious or antsy? Are you tired or tense? For now, just notice without trying to change it. If you find that your mind wanders at any point throughout this meditation, know that that's okay. It's the nature of the mind to wander. When this happens, simply bring your attention back to the breath. Notice how your thoughts come and go, whether positive or negative, and simply allow them to pass by. You can imagine your wandering mind like a puppy on a leash. A puppy is certain to get distracted and pull you off your path. But we don't meet a puppy with harshness or unkindness when it's just learning to walk on a leash. Offer yourself the same grace now. When your mind wanders, you'll gently guide it with the same love and care you'd offer to a puppy to get it back on track with the exercise. Gentle nudges, no judgment. Slowly begin to inhale deeply through your nose and then exhale through your mouth. Inhale through the nose and exhale through the mouth. Continue to take deep, full breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. See how long you can comfortably draw each inhale and exhale out. You can count if you'd like. The exhale should feel a bit longer than the inhale. Inhale, two, three, four. Exhale, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. As you breathe, become aware of the state of your body. Where is your body holding tension? Do a quick scan of your body, starting at the top of your head and scanning down toward your toes. Notice any spots where you feel tense or tight. I often hold tension in my jaw, my neck, and my shoulders. Notice where you might be holding tension and breathe deeply into it, releasing on your next exhale. As we notice the sensations of our physical body, notice also where you feel closed off or shut down emotionally. As you take inventory of your emotions, remember to be gentle with yourself. 
it is easy to be hard on ourselves if we feel tired or emotionally drained right now, or if we feel like we aren't having the same response to our current reality as others seem to be. There is no correct way to experience your life. You are doing your best. Give yourself grace and be willing to meet yourself wherever you are, like you would a beloved friend who is having a hard time or going through something painful. Bring your attention back to your breath. Inhale through your nose and exhale through your mouth. Feel the flow of air moving into your lungs and then back out into the world. With each inhale, breathe in the grace for the feelings that feel challenging and overwhelming right now. And with each exhale, release any pressure that you may feel to feel or cope differently than you already are. Inhale acceptance for yourself exactly as you are right now. Exhale the pressure to be productive during this time. It's okay to simply nurture yourself and do what you need to do to feel okay. That is enough. Breathe in grace. Release pressure. Inhale grace. Exhale pressure. As you inhale and exhale with intention, imagine a sense of warmth and calm entering through your nose, into your head, down into your shoulders and chest and arms and fingers, flowing into your ribs, down into your belly, your hips, legs, feet, and toes. Feel this warmth untangling the knots of tension within you. The knots that any worry or fear or uncertainty have tied up in your body. Let the warmth create an open space within you, a safe home for whatever you're feeling right now. Place your hands directly over your heart. Feel your breath as you inhale and exhale. Remember that whatever you are feeling in this moment is okay. Feelings are meant to be felt. By befriending and holding space for our emotions, we are creating a safe home for them within ourselves.
take a few more deep breaths here, inhaling through your nose, exhaling through your mouth. Inhale grace and exhaling pressure. Know that you can return here at any time. When you're ready, return your awareness to your physical body by wiggling your fingers and toes, by tilting your head from side to side, and then softly opening your eyes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson, and I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty rad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.